Go high, ho high, it's off to work, go high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high, ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode five of the Out of the Mines podcast. We made it quite far. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper. Uh, and this evening, uh, a little bit different to our usual setup. Uh, no guest with us. Uh, Sam and I are going to review our performance at the Bespin Qualifier last weekend. It'll be a quick review. Um, should we get the spoilers out of the way first? Let's get the spoilers out of the way. Yeah, it went badly. Uh, you did better than I did, though, didn't you? You didn't you win a game? <laughs> I I <laughs> I went I went one two and dropped after three. I went zero three and dropped after three. So for me at five a.m. I dropped after after going zero three in some pretty disastrous games. I don't know how. I guess I'll find out how yours went. Yeah, well, at, at one and two and at five a.m. the kids were about an hour and a half away from getting up, and I was like, I'm not going to make the cut. I I'm not feeling it. I'm not particularly feeling brilliant. There's no point. So, yeah, three was enough for me. Okay, so what we're going to do is uh, a much, much less in-depth than normal. Uh, just a quick look at each of our rounds games. And just like a mistake we've made on each of them. Um, Sam, do you want to do your round one first? Yeah, shall I explain my list? Yeah, shoot. All right, so I flew Django Sunfac. Uh, uh, Sunfac had Ensnare and Predator, and uh, Django had uh, Auto Blasters, Count Dooku, Shield Upgrade, Slave One, Bobber, and Proton Bombs, uh, and Lone Wolf. So quite a heavy Django, and especially two I6s going for AC. I ended up with like a 14 or 12 point bid. As it turns out, the bid was like, I could have had a one-point bid and I'd have won every single bid um, I played in. Um, but for my first round, I was up against a bit, a bit of a rebel mix. It was He was playing Wedge, just completely on his own, uh, a Rogue Squadron Escort with Proton Torpedoes, Fire Control System, and R3 Astromech, uh, Jake, for, Jake in the RZ-1 uh, with Proton Rockets, and AP-5 in the Sheetherpede with Leia Organa as the crew. Uh, oh, and I also had uh, false transponder codes on Django, as you're going to find out. It was completely irrelevant in this game, as the E-Wing turn one, target locked Django, propped my false transponder codes, and then promptly turn two, target locked Django. <laughs> and then he had a target lock for his proton torpedo. Um, so in the end of this game, uh, I lose both of my ships, and I deal like two shield damage to Jake. That, that's, that is the net um, end, and... Basically, what happened is I like it was it was sort of okay, but I got caught in the in the net of wedge and the rogue squadron, like basically launch, firing at range three. Um, but with wedge and the rogue squadron firing proton torpedoes, like the range three wasn't really a defense for me because I didn't get the range bonus, and I managed to fly myself in a position where I wasn't getting good shots, and Sunfac was unable to come in until a little bit later. Uh, he did put the two damage onto Jake, but by the time it, by the, by the time he was in the fight, it was over. Uh, and typically, uh, I my game was ended when AP five did a range three shot into Sunfac, and I died. Like it's it's very simple, very, very simple. I start I started in the corners. I started trying to go slow, and my opponent went very very fast, and I got caught by the torpedoes. I let Django take two proton torpedoes without really replying. Um. 
well, I was talking to my opponent after the game, I was thinking, rather than me try to run away and lead him through the rock, I probably, if anything, should have tried to blast through him. Like, except that I was taking a shot or two, because I would, like, in, and then try to get past him uh, so I can actually use my rear arc properly. Because what it was, I, I took both proton torpedoes before I really got to fire back. Like, as in, like, a proper, like, a good shot. Like, firing range 3 8 against a, a, an E-wing is not a good shot. And yeah, that's short and sweet, like, but it was a drubbing, and it, uh, it's a, a sign of things to come. <laughs> okay, um, so for my round one match, I played Daryl McMillan. Um, I had brought my high initiative Republic that anyone who's been listening over the last couple of weeks will recognise I've been practising with, with Oddball with Prockets, uh, a CLT Plo Koon in the Delta, uh, Naked Rick or Lee, and a Crit Meme Anakin in the Etta. And Daryl had brought triple six Rebels. So Hera in the A-Wing, Wedge with S-Foils and Predator, and then Han with R2-D2 and Kanan. That clocks in at 197. So I have the initiative... However, only one of my ships is moving after after Daryl's list. And um, I set up my fives in one corner. He set up his sixes in the other corner. Um, I set up Anakin opposite his sixes. And to sum up the game pretty quickly, Daryl yeeted his sixes at my fives. And they came together within about three turns. Um, Anakin sort of stayed behind the sixes and plinked also blaster shots for most of the game. Um, and it it just turned into a rather quick damage race, actually. Um, which normally my ships aren't brilliant at, but because we just got into range one of everyone, um, I actually came out ahead of that one. Uh, 200 to 48 that sounds like more than a close win. That sounds like what you'd expect to be a pretty solid win. And yeah, it's it's not a huge amount to say about that game other than um, I think the reason Plo was taking so many shots is I was keeping him... I was concentrating too much on trying to get the prockets off against one of the sixes and keeping him range two of Oddball. I think a better play there would have been to just sacrifice the prockets, leave old ball out as bait and send Plo off, because I could have got Plo behind the sixes instead of in front of them. Um, but that's that's all I can really sum up from that game. Uh, so, round two, Sam. So, I'm off to Scumland, uh, and my opponent brings uh, essentially a bunch of fours, with one exception. Uh, Joy Rekoff in the Fang Fighter with Predator and Iron Torpedoes, and obviously Joy Rekoff is basically Wedge in a Fang Fighter, as long as you've got some torpedo charges to use. Um, Tarani Kilda in the Kimigilla with Swarm Tactics and R4B11. The Swarm Tactics are quite handy. And the R4B11, in case people don't recognise it, is while you perform an attack, you may remove one orange or red token from the defender to re-roll any number of defence dice. Now, just for the record, yes, 
Sunfak trapped as himself, and yes, that counts. So this is a very nice little tech piece against Sunfak, assuming you can shoot him. And he does, unfortunately, in, in a sec. Uh, and then that combos with Constable Zuvio, who's running around with Connonets and Afterburners. Uh, so yeah, a lot of things there that Tarani can use to basically force the defense dice to get rerolled. And that comes in handy a lot for my opponent. And finally, Torkelmux uh, in the Hawk with Protector at Gleb and Moldy Crow. And he spent a lot of time following Tarani Kulder, so they were all I-4. Um, so they're all shooting at the, on the same initiative. And uh, Django spent a lot of time at Initiative Zero. Uh, and during this game, I very much missed the Zam bonus attacks after getting shot, just to try and get some damage in before I was Initiative Zero. Like, it... It hurt a lot. It, it was still relatively okay, and this game was actually quite an interesting one. Um, I lost. Uh, I got Torkil Mucks. I believe I got Torkil Mucks down to like one hull, and I believe I killed either Joy Rakoff or Constable Zuvio, one of them. Um, and I think my main takeaway from this one is don't. Just because you would do a thing doesn't mean your opponent is thinking of the same thing. Because the big. Um, the big mistake I made here is I, I'd gotten Sunfak into a flanking position and the enemies were all chasing Jack, which is sort of where I want to be. Um, and I was currently sat just behind a large asteroid with enough space to do a one hard um, to avoid it, and that's fine. But Zuvio in the tug was in a, 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 an easy two hard and he could track to um, Sunfak uh, onto a rock, on, straight onto the rock or into a position where it, I would get ruined. And so I thought, aha! That's obviously what he's going to do. So I will dial in a three bank, which normally takes you straight over the rock. But he's going to put he's going to track to me and try and put me on the rock, and I can use that to then rotate. So I'm only taking the rock once. Um, the problem is that Zuvio didn't do that. Zuvio went bearing down after Django, and I was left with Sunfak, purposefully three banking over an asteroid. Um, and there was it was a bit of a like like just because like your just because you see something your opponent can do that would screw you, a doesn't mean that your opponent sees it, and b doesn't mean that that's the thing they want to do because in this case, Zuvio was chasing after Django trying to put trackers on him so that Tarani could start pumping out the damage. Um, the turn still went okay, and um, like the, the game losing play as it were comes next turn as. I in the, in the free bank with some fact I managed to get behind uh, the tug. I rotate my turret arc and I tracked a Zuvio onto a rock uh, in range of both Sunfak and Django's shooting. He's currently full health and uh, and I put both shots and unfortunately for me he survives on one health. Uh, the next turn he drops a Connonet onto Sunfak. Um which completely ruins Sunfak's life, career, day, everything, uh, as I end up moving, and because of the ion tokens, I'm unable to rotate my turret, or I can just take a focus, and I'm sat in front of two of the enemy ships. Like, I survive for another couple of turns, but the game kind of peters out after that. Uh, I was unable to push enough damage through to kill the Torkil. Uh, Zuvio survives another couple of turns, but still goes down, and I'm left with Tarani and Joy not really taking any damage. I think Joy took a, couple, a bit of damage, so I got some points off that, but that's about it. Uh, so yeah, that, that, and that was that. Like, 
talk i hate the talker marks is really annoying it kind of annihilate like i'm kind of annihilates the the idea of my two ship sixes because my initiative six on one of them and my initiative on my most expensive ship was completely irrelevant for the entire game i mean talker marks is just bad against anything even you know mid no one wants to engage at i zero yeah it's... Uh, and that was that like it was just i i uh, the the game losing play was i just overthought what my opponent would do because if some fact does that one hard to avoid rock then he's lined up behind zuvio he doesn't have a tractor shot or anything but he has a shot into zuvio um he doesn't get connetted and he can probably um start dancing around the uh scum ships and taking it uh, plinking them off one by one so at this point Django was still like he was taking shots but he was surviving uh, and Torkelmux did, like, I almost did take out a few of the ships. It was just a case I just wasn't able to get my firepower enough to finish them all. And that's that for round two. A loss. A better loss than before, but still a loss. Okay, so my round two, uh, I was drawn against Actor Khan. And, um... That sounds fun. Actor was, had brought his XTC list. Uh, so was flying seven cartel spacers, four with auto blasters, four with auto blasters, and three with tractor beams. So I was like, okay, uh, swarm, not brilliant matchup for my rather fragile ships. Um, and then uh, he set up in sort of two groups, and I was thinking hmm, if I can get him to come through the. The obstacles and split up a bit. I might be able to pick a ship off here, a ship off there, and you never know. Um, but I'd, I'd kind of already accepted the fact that this was a likely loss, just purely because I know that actor is a much better player than I am. Um, but uh, yeah, so this game, oh, how to how to describe? It? Basically, ended up sort of two groups of of one of four spacers and one of three and it stayed like that for the majority of the game it was only the last couple of turns that they'd all grouped up and i managed to plink a lot of half damage through um and was struggling to get the final damage on a lot of them to take them off the board um i sacrificed plo who got a pocket shot off and deleted a ship which was great um, I think took half that round and then died the turn after, which I was expecting. But at that point, he'd kind of done his job, and I was just trying to whittle down actor spacers so that my other ships were taking less shots. Um, unfortunately, I got whittled down faster than I did the whittling. Um, I did manage to take it to time, which I was a little bit proud of, I have to admit. Um and it ended up 161 to 70. I think I ended up killing two and halving... Uh, killing two and halving one. Um, and Actor killed everyone except half of Anakin, I believe. Actor... I have to admit, actually, Actor was great to play against. He's a lovely chap. And uh, had a great laugh about um, when he found out I was playing in in the UK and it was oh I think what three o'clock in the morning by this point and he is a, like finally it happens to someone else normally it's me playing at that time but yeah the game I think I just took too many risks to be honest I 
I think I was that worried about whittling something off to not take shots, I ended up taking more shots than I could have. And then, all of a sudden, I'm behind, and then it becomes a lot harder. Because once you take more risks, that amount of shots are just going to put the damage through eventually. Uh, that's about it, really, for for my round two, I think. Um, so, over to you, Sam. So, round three. So, I, another, another scum matchup. Uh, this time we've got Nom Lum in the Jumpmaster with Auto Blasters, Dengar uh, Gunner, and Zam Crew. So that's a, an annoying thing. Every time you shoot him, you're probably getting shot back at some point, thanks to Nom Lum's part ability. Tel Travura in the Jumpmaster, so the unkillable person with Cutthroat, Hull Upgrade, and Punishing One. Uh, which means that one, when his part ability does trigger, he comes up with two Hull, not one, which is really quite awkward for your opponent. And finally, Guri. Uh, with outmaneuver, advanced sensors, hull upgrade, and virago, so a chunky, chunky guri. Well, not not the chunkiest guri, but like a seven a seven hull guri is basically a tie defender with all the guri shenanigans you can imagine. Uh, and this game could have been great, is what I'm going to say. Uh, I made I, it was a, it, during this game is when I decided I am too tired to be making decisions. Some of these decisions I would never have made normal. Um, and essentially, I deployed in my corner. I usually deploy Sunfak and Django in opposite corners and just trying to wait out to see what happens. And my opponent just deployed the Jumpmasters in opposite corners as well, with Guri in the middle. Uh, Nomlum and Django were facing down, and Teltravura and uh, Sunfak were facing down against each other. Uh, the Sunfak Teltravura matchup basically goes go, goes on during the game, and eventually Sunfak, uh, I do believe, uh, kills uh, Teltravura once, and then Teltravura comes come, come, comes back. And as I'm trying to take him out again, uh, Sunfak dies, um, and the game is over. What's that? Sunfak dies and the game's over. What happened to Django, Sam? Well, I'll tell you what happened to Django. <laughs> is he, he he took on Nom Lam and Guri. And this is where, like, because, like, this is where, like, there was, like, two halves of this game. Because I think I flew Sunfak quite well. Uh, with Django, I just made terrible decision after terrible decision, up culminating in the final bad decision, which I don't think was a bad decision in itself. It just turned out really terribly. But... So the, f the first thing happens is Django starts approaching Nom Lum. We trade range three shots, uh, and I get de uh, no damage is done by either of our shots. But Dengar plinks me for one shield, and at this point I realise, oh god! Every time I shoot him, he's going to get a Zam charge, or have his turret pointing at me, and he's going to Dengar me, and then he's going to get his Zam attack. So he's going to be like firing like crazy. Good lord! I can't focus Nom Lum. I've got to go for Guri first. Here we go. Point in my favour because right? I think this is right. There's a ninety-four point Guri. If I can like start chipping away at Guru's is great. And I managed to, like, juke Nom Lum, as it were, but I land myself at range one of Guri and range one of Nom Lum, but Nom Lum's turret is sort of point, is, does, does just catch me. Now I could, and this is what I should have done, is I take the focus token, pour fire into Guri, and just accept that I'm going to be taking shots, but if I can take out Guri, uh, then Django and Sunfak should be able to, to fight the Jumpmasters. But I don't, because I'm stupid. Although, in my defence, I did think that my next move would still get me a shot on Guri, and I take a boost to dodge Nom Lum's arc, because I think I will still get a shot on Guri when I do. I don't have a shot on Guri. I have successfully arc-dodged myself. 
uh, it comes to my shooting, and I'm thinking, oh, if I shoot Nom Lum, his turret's just going to turn, and I'm going to get shot by both of them, so I just don't shoot. Uh, and I'm running a two-ship lift, and I'm actively declining to take range one shots with my very, very stacked Jango, just because I think the incoming shot might be bad. And I don't think anyone has to... You don't have to tell me that this is a terrible idea. I realise it was a terrible idea, although I thought it was great at the time. Uh, I think Django take. I think Django loses his shields uh, because of this, uh, because of the Guri shots, and it sort of all uh, rolls out there. I drop a bomb, and I start. I start angling towards my opponent's corner. Uh, Nomalum turns around and keeps uh, chasing, and essentially Django and Guri are trading trading barbs. I get Guri almost down to half. Uh, during all of this, but the hull upgrade keeps her keeps her up there, and it culminates in I am Django is sat is sat just behind Guri, um, and Nomlum is sat just behind Django, and I'm pointing towards the corner of the board, but I know a four K fits, so I dial a four K in because I'm thinking, uh, I I I believe my opponent is going to think, oh, Django's going to try and too hard around the board or one hard around the board and just try and uh, keep it away, keep keep chasing away. So I'll go for the block with. Uh, I think my opponent's going to try and block with Guri or try and basically cut in behind Django because without maneuver, um, Guri wants to be not in my front arc essentially. But I miscall it. Guri dials in a sloop, and it lands her directly where my four K would land. So, I, my, so Django's 4K gets blocked. He's facing off the board, and there's no way back for it. Ouch. Um, I get a range two shot into Nomlom. Yay! And I take off his shields with uh, Django, uh, and I drop a and I drop a proton bomb uh, the next round, which Guri, I believe, do, Guri does take the crit from this, and that's what puts her nearly to half. She she gets a damage sensor array, uh, but Django flies off the board the next turn. Um, my opponent, to 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 his credit, my opponent said, "Oh, I wasn't actually trying to block your four K there. I just thought you'd turn around, and I wanted Guri's outmaneuver to be shooting at your back." Uh, which make, it, it makes complete sense. I just I just thought he would go about it another way. Um, if I had done any of the turns, it probably would have been fine. I'd just be I'd just be I'd just be running away from two ships. But it is what it is. Django essentially flies off the board. Turn five. He's lost his shields and that's it. Leaving Sunfak versus three ships. And I do manage to kill Teltravera once, but that's about it. And I talked to my opponents at the end of this. Even if I had somehow managed to kill both Teltravera twice and Guri, I don't actually think Sunfak could have taken Nomlam without dying. Because no matter where I go, Nomlam will always get to shoot twice at at some point, because Nomlum's turret turns whenever Sunfak shoots. So I'd either, I'd either need to get really lucky um, and just, like, either chunk him out or get him get some good crits on him um, or get really good uh, green dice, because when my opponent has Zam, Dengar, uh, Gunner, and um, his basic attack, that's like a 50-50 chance I'm taking a damage from Dengar. He, he'll have his Zam shot after I've shot, and then he has four shots. And I just, I didn't, I, I kind of knew it was over when I saw where the three sloop went. But I guess, and at this point is when I decided I am not making correct decisions and it's time to get, time to call in the towel. Um, but my takeaway from this one is just shoot. 
even if you think it, even if you think it's not gonna be great, just just shoot. I had a range one Django shot into Numlum, and I declined to take it because I was afraid of Dengar. Like I don't, I got nothing else other than that. Like <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't know how to explain my actions at five o'clock in the morning. But at this point, I stopped. No, no, no. That's that. That's fair. Um, so my round three, uh, I was drawn against Michael Turner, who is another one of the Australian XTC team, who was also flying his XTC list, and I got to play against Double Fire Sprays. Uh, but not the Double Fire Sprays I'm used to seeing, a slightly different version. Uh, so Michael had brought Zam with Thermal Detonators, Count Dooku, Jamming Beam, because why not, Contraband Cybernetics, the Slave 1 title, and Boba Fett Gunner. And then Django with Thermal Detonators, Jamming Beam, Contraband Cybernetics, and Season Navigator. Now, I looked at this, and I've played against you, Sam, with Fire Sprays. Not double, but with Fire Sprays. And I think the one thing we agree on is they... The Separatist Fire Sprays die faster than Bobba does. Yeah, pretty much. The, the rerolls keep Bobber alive. Yeah, they don't do as well under concentrated fire. And I've tried flying around Fire Sprays before and they just plink. So I thought, actually, what I'm going to do is my three I-5s are just going to go at um, Zam or Django, whoever presents themselves first, but probably Zam. Because I was moving second, so I had all of my ships moving after Zam. Yes, she's going to get bonus attacks, but I think at that point you you have to accept that. And if you can kill her quick enough, um, you know, it won't make quite a bigger impact. And then once one of them's dead, suddenly it becomes a lot easier, I suppose. Um... This one's really easy to sum up. It didn't go that way. Basically. Um, I don't know whether that's a combination of poor flying on my part. I don't think I particularly flew very well. Um, I think a lot of my moves were obvious. And Michael was excellent at guessing where where I was going. Um, I got shots. Um, didn't put a lot of damage through. Um... I believe I halved Django. And that game finished 200 to 47. So, a straight reverse of your first game? Uh, almost, to a point. And, uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up my, my best bin experience. I think there's one overriding mistake that both of us made that affected all six of our games three each don't get up at one o'clock in the morning to play a tournament yeah no i can agree with that although i'll probably do it again at some point all right i i might but i'll, I'll rephrase that don't get up at one o'clock in the morning to play a tournament and expect to do well just be happy to play Unless you're much better than us, which is not hard. But then if you're, if you're much better than us, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Exactly. That's all from us this week. If you like what you heard, then don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with all our latest releases. 
We also stream live on Twitch every Tuesday evening, and all of our matches are uploaded to our YouTube channel. Just search for Tin Squadron. And that way you can join us next week as we continue to drag ourselves out of the mines. And it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. <laughs> I said now, hard pivot into a different faction, quick. I mean, I've, I've definitely not just ordered myself an entire resistance collection. Swear down. Thank <laughs> you.